We have a really interesting Sherpa review panel for you today. Uh, we discuss a clever use case for an ing verb in defining.com, and Kate Buckley gets into how she sees ing domains differently, more as an identity, which is a marketer's dream. Uh, Drew talks about how he overpaid for a domain, but then he really also gets into the market right now, inefficiencies in it, and where you're really gonna stand when you're trying to pay wholesale. Uh, we touch briefly on some SEO changes in Google, what you need to check out at the NamesCon conference for uh, different panels. And at the end of the show, this is a big deal. Kate Buckley presents an offer available only to Sherpa buyers for sweepstakes.com. Absolutely tremendous uh, opportunity. Drew also discusses um, to buy requests from his clients and why he's so bullish on the fractional ownership of domains. Enjoy the show. Hey, Sherpa Network, thanks for joining us today. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and this is the Domain Sherpa Review. This is the show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We have three segments to the review, but we're changing up one of them today. We'll start off learning what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Next, we'll discuss the upcoming NamesCon conference and what we're looking to get out of it. And finally, we'll preview some domains going to auction soon at namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're a good investment opportunity for you. Joining us today on the Domain Sherpa Review are three past Sherpas and industry thought leaders. I'm delighted to have back Kate Buckley, CEO of Buckley Media. Hi, Kate, how you doing? Hi, Tess, I'm great, thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so glad that you could take the time. And Shane Coulter of DSAD, hello. Hi, how are you doing? Good, where's your visor? Oh, you know, <laughs> I didn't you? wear the visor today. It's starting to get old, I have to limit its wear. Oh. I talked yeah, talk to escrow and escrow.com and they said they might get one out again, but the print run went out like 12 years ago. So they're gonna try, they're gonna try and dig <laughs> one up. Matt Berry said he'd get one when he's not. <laughs> In Australia. Nice. And Andrew Rosner, CEO of Media Options. Hello, Andrew. How you doing? Hello, Tess. Hello, everybody. Is that a new painting behind you? What is that? No, no, no. That's been this there? Is, yep. This is, this is the Arco Chateau. The Arco Chateau is in Casco Viejo, where we formerly lived. Uh, and uh, fun fact, this arch is the reason that the Panama Canal is in Panama and not in Nicaragua. Uh, the engineer happened to come across the ruins of what was a uh, monastery. And this arch is the longest known, uh, I, I don't know, I, I think the term is a tech, the technical term is just a straight arch. I, as if that's super technical, but in the world of architecture, there's different types of arches and, and this has a specific type. I'm probably slaughtering it, so I apologize. But it's um, basically, there's no mortar. So it's literally just the pressure of the stones. It's holding these rocks together. 
And so the engineer noticed that this, this monastery was in complete ruins, but this arch remained and it's got a big thing on top of it too. Like it's got pretty, you know, it's a heavy, it's not a small thing. And, um, you know, you gotta understand this is about from, from one end to the other, it's about 60 feet, uh, maybe, maybe a bit more. And so basically what he said is, okay, this arch is from, uh, you know, would have been, I guess, from the 14, uh, 15th, 16th century. And um, they said, okay, if this arch is still standing here uh, in the old town of Panama, then there, this place is seismically stable enough for mm -hmm. us to build the canal here, as opposed to Nicaragua, which is seismically like, you know, insane. And so uh, that was it. That was literally the final decision, uh, or so the folklore goes in Panama, that the decision to put the canal in Panama was because of this arch, which was about a block from our house. Wow, that's so, amazing. Unexpected yeah. story there. there you huh. go. No matter what happens in this podcast, it, you've learned something. <laughs> there you right. go. It's done. That's, that's, that's what I try to bring to every one of these. That's they right. Everybody's still in their New Year's <laughs> resolution. Useful, learn one learn. thing a day. <laughs> They're just shutting off the podcast right now. <laughs> All right, let's get to work then. Um, we're starting off with what's new Sherpas. So you'll share one purchase or sale you've made in the past few weeks or so. And um, at first, you don't say the price because the other brokers or investors guess what, um, what price. Uh, that gives us a little insight into their thinking process, the market today, but uh, also it's fun because there's a little psychology involved because we know each other and we know our personalities and our sales uh, techniques too. So um, I'll lead you through the questions, then uh, the other Sherpas will get to comment. Uh, Kate, did I put you first? I think so. I you think so, go? Tess. Yeah, sure, happy to. Okay. So, uh, so last time I talked about uh, a sale with chocolate.com. So this time I'll talk about uh, some purchases. Um, let's see. I, let's see, I'm going to give you a choice. So Ooh. I recently bought for myself defining.com. And then I recently bought for a client nomadgoods.com. So we can talk about either of those. You pick. Very interesting. I kind of want to do both. <laughs> I, feel like when a, I feel like when Amanda was on last time, she talked about uh, something that was nomad. It was also a nomad acquisition, wasn't it? Or am I crazy? Well, we know you're crazy, but or am I, really, uh, yeah, I don't talking about something I'm probably not thinking. I, I feel like marketing term, so. Yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. But this is nomad goods, right? No bad goods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we should go with defining.com. That's okay. my vote. Shane? Yeah, so these are the terms that I talk about all the time that are tough because the ing words and the past tense words can be confusing to people. So they think they've got a really good term and then they take it in past tense and it's not as good. And sometimes the ING can't be as good, but defining is a little different. You know, there are exceptions to every single rule. And, um, but it's, a, it is one of those middle names. So if it was define, it might be different and a little more valuable, but the ING is not as bad as 
And I can't think of anything because of course it's the top of my head. But I would say if you're buying it and you, I don't know you're purchasing as well as like Drew and some of the other people. I don't know. I don't know if you dig into the bank or you're always looking for good bargains. I'm going to say $6,500 just because ING, I think, brings it down a little bit on the purchase price. But I know you as a broker, I know you get whatever you want for it. Drew? Okay. No looking um, at the computer. <laughs> well, I, I'm still, I'm actually just trying to figure out what I'm going to talk about. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, all right. So, um, this one is interesting because I think in this particular case, um, I, I generally would totally agree with Shane. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not big on data, on, uh, on data, on ING domains, uh, or past tense, et cetera. But, uh, in this particular case, it's a little different because it's actually like, you know, super, um, applicable to your business, right? So uh, what do we say all the time? Well, a category defining dot com right yeah. your brand defining dot com so defining dot com is you know two thirds of that of that equation so i think it's actually a really clever um use case uh for that name that otherwise may not be particularly valuable um but therein lies you know that, that's how you create value is when you've got that use case that takes an asset that is otherwise not fully uh, exploited and you can extract value that others can't. So um, good on you. I think it's a great, I think that's a great pickup. I'm going to say uh, defining.com, defining.com. I mean, I think if it was on Namejet, it would be like three to five grand. Um, uh, you know, I think you're, I also, I have no clue about your, you know, purchase behavior. I, I, I would venture to guess it was super conservative and, you know, this was opportunistic. Um, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say $4,500. <laughs> All right, Kate, it's your moment. All right. So... Uh, before I, before I tell you what I paid for it, I want to ad address the ING comment, the, you know, the gerunds, um, in domains. Uh, I, you know, I'd always kind of heard that, oh, you know, they're not as valuable. Be, be wary of gerund domains, da, 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 da. And then. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. I am ignorant. What is gerund? I don't even know what gerund means. ING. <laughs> it's. So, it's the it's the ing verb case. You know how there's like the, past tense and present yes. tense. There's gerund yes. tense. Yeah. Yeah. So I really, didn't say because I, I, I didn't think people would understand. I guess I was out of class that day. <laughs> I swear to God, I think this is the first time I've ever heard that term. I'm, I'm uh, not gonna lie either. I I didn't know that at all. But that's why I'm no. not a writer. In my old age, I've gotten very very very. I'm not. I'm no longer shy about. Telling you know, I love it. What I don't know. I, I, I no. I've never heard that term. I want to know it. I'm a curious person. <laughs> I yeah, love that about you. That's awesome. All right. 
All right. Anyway, so anyway, I, I'd also been always sort of told that caveat and you know, whatnot. And then, and then something happened that changed my mind. I sold sleeping.com and snoring.com for over a million dollars. So then I thought, well, you know, I'm just going to throw that little bit of conventional wisdom out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Funny how that happens. Right. Especially if it's a really strong name. And I happened to fall in love with d defining.com at first sight. Uh, for the exact same reasons that Drew mentioned. And uh, so I, I thought the price that was uh, asked was very fair. Um, there really wasn't a lot of negotiation. Um, the, the seller was like, look, this is my price. And, and did you reach out to acquire it initially or did they I reach did. out? I, I, reached ah, okay. out I, I reached out to the seller and said, that hey. Would no, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Uh, that obviously changes things, right? So, you know, yeah. inbound versus outbound. So, uh, so I reached out to him and said, hey, you know, I, I saw that you have this name and, uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Tell me about it and tell me what you're thinking. And, uh, and uh, he was asking 5,000 uh, just flat. And uh, I know him, he knows me. There was a trust factor. I literally PayPal'd him. $5,000. He pushed it to my GoDaddy account. Done. Wow. That's great. And what was the impetus for if you know him, you've known this domain is out there or this domain versus another one. What, what was the driving factor that made you pick up the phone and initiate this in the first place? Well, when I first saw it, like I said, it was kind of love at first sight. It just sort of lodged in my brain. Like Did this you is see it cool. for sale somewhere? You know, I don't, I saw it somewhere, uh, maybe on a LinkedIn uh, post. Okay. I would, I would, I think that's where I saw him post that he had this asset for sale and it just lodged in my brain. Like, this is cool. I really like this. And then a couple weeks later, I was up in um, Mendocino County hiking with Todd. As you, most of you know Todd, my significant other. And you know, he's a big branding guy, right? He owns a full service creative agency. And all he does is create billion dollar brands. So we, have, we talk about domains and brands around the dinner table or hiking on a daily basis and bounce ideas off of one another. So I was like, hey, you know, as we round a giant redwood, what do you think about defining.com? He was like, oh, tell me more. So I'm like, hey, I saw this guy, LinkedIn, the lads are for sale. He's a reputable guy, blah, blah, blah. Kind of like the domain. And this is why I like it. And he's like, I love it. I want to do X, Y, Z with it. And I think that you should, absolutely, I think it's a steal for what he's asking. And so just having that validation from my partner was kind of like, Hmm, okay. And so I thought about it for about another week. And then I reached out and said, sure, absolutely. I'm just going to wire you the money. Let's do it. Good for you. Congratulations. Nice. Uh, yeah. And I will say for any new buyers, you know, in general, PayPal is not used unless it is someone that you know really well because of the ability to get your money back, claim it was fraudulent. So that's really nice that you had that amount of trust. But it, yeah. I was going to say, that's also when we talk about when you go in a forum and you don't use your name or use all these aliases, yeah. when you built up your name, people trust you. So they will pay, PayPal you. So you can, <clears throat> you don't have to use that because they go, 
you know, Shane Coulter's not going to steal 2000 for me and ruin everything that he's doing. That's it. So they feel that's comfortable. That's a, that's a big deal. That adds up over time and makes things go much quicker and much faster. And that's why building your personal brand is so important in yes. any, mm-hmm. in just here. any industry. Yeah. So well said. And, and that is something that, um, you know, obviously all of us do as one of our best practices. And, and this gentleman, the seller, same thing on every forum, anytime I've ever engaged with him, full name, his photo, very transparent. And those are the kind of people I like to do business with. Although the, the caveat is you're going to get crushed on other cases. Oh, it's 2000. Oh, it's Drew. <laughs> I, I, prefer <laughs> I, I prefer dealing with anonymous trolls. That's yeah. my <laughs> yeah. They act like we're better at something at, at buying or they go, oh no, it's twice as much for you. Cause if you like it, that means it's going to be good. Or it's, be, it's maybe I don't realize how much it's worth. And they go, no, right. it's still worth less right. than what you're asking, but I just happen to want it. Yeah, that's it. I love it. Well, congratulations. That's really an excellent, uh, smart, long, uh, long-term uh, investment. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was just going through my database um, and I, it's only from what I can tell, I've only ever seen it for sale once ever. And that was in 2017, no price. Uh, so yeah, I don't even think it's ever been on the market. Mm-hmm. Which is another reason I really liked it. I just feel like it's very clean, sort of pristine raw land. Yep. Um, and probably totally ancillary, but um, it's funny. I just Googled, you know, defining.com to see if I saw any, I don't know, anything interesting. And I see all these posts about defining space calm. You know, because it's either saying this is a, you know, classdefining.com, a, um, I bet you have a whole bunch of backlinks totally by accident from that. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of funny. Um, (laughs) Unintended. All right. Oh, wow. You bought this from Josh. (laughs) You you did a better job negotiating with him than I did. (laughs) I wondered if you'd catch that. <laughs> now he doesn't need your money, Drew. <laughs> Slight difference in price. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Not quite posh. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> For anyone who missed out, Josh was on yeah. the show, I believe, Apparently. weeks ago, and Drew made him a live offer. Apparently, I need a woman's touch. Much like everything in life. Everything in life. And another zero. <laughs> yeah, there is that. There is Great, that. Shane, what you buy or sell lately? All right, well, my, I, I have been dry as a bone, uh, but I did buy one, that, an interesting name. I, I bought the 808.com, the 808.com. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. The, the Hawaii. H-E? P-H-E-808. Okay. Com. All right. That's a quick, that's a pretty quick pickup, Drew. I remember when... 808.com, the, the owner of 808.com contacted me. This was like first year when I opened the brokerage business. So it was like 2008, maybe it was 09. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, I don't think that to me has any value. I, I remember that. Like, I remember the guy emailed me and I was like, yeah, 808.com. I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if that name has any value. <laughs> and then, like, then a few years later, um, I remember I reached out. I, I, I don't really remember how that story ends, actually. But, uh, but I remember 
kicking myself in the nuts and being like, you idiot. Like yeah. going back and looking for that email and you know, thinking, man, what did I do? Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, 808. I, 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 look, I've been dialing for dollars my entire life. Like literally from, the, from being 21 until today, there's, I can count like on two hands the number of days that I wasn't dialing for dollars. And so, um, yeah, I know, I know area codes, like, you know, back of my hand, Yeah. You tell me an area code. I'll tell you where it is. <laughs> well, this one's the 808. The 808. So dictionary.com is going to chime in here. 808 is a common nickname for the Roland TR-808 rhythm composer, well, an electronic drum machine from the 1980s, popular in <laughs> hip hop. 808 is also, this is my favorite part, wait for it, is also often mistakenly referenced as the penal code for disturbing the peace. <laughs> yeah. Got some spice there. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely, uh, a little cayenne pepper. NWA used to talk about the N the 808, putting the 808 beat down all the time. <laughs> I love it. Huh. So this has got some nice um, energy, really, with, with the So name. the 808. Yeah. Am I, am, I am I guessing? Yeah, go ahead and go. 300 bucks. 288. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Kate, what do you think? 750. Oh, Shane's a bastard. <laughs> no, so I bought it at, at auction for $388. And uh, I got it a week ago, and I've already gotten two offers for more than what. Wow. Really? Yeah, nice there's enough. a, there's, it's Hawaii, the whole state of Hawaii's area code. The 808, a, yeah. Yeah. A ton of stuff called 808. Yeah, I think Rhode Island and Hawaii are the only two states that have a singular area code. Yeah. Yeah, and so... I, Maybe I, New Hampshire. And if you type in the and three numbers into like name bio, and you'll see sales happen all the time. It's just a good, short, memorable... And for $388, you just... There's no yeah, way I lose why money. why not? Yeah. No good way I lose money on it. And again, if you're getting the whole state of Hawaii, that's a per... That's, one of the yeah. best states. Uh, if you're going to get a whole state, it's New York, California, Hawaii, as far as an area code is a really good one to have. So yeah. I added that one. And uh, I had bought my own area code, the 217, only because it was a social magazine for the local newspaper. They did all their social stuff. Stupidly, when they first came on the internet, they took everything and branded it separately. Like sports was on its own, oh. uh, news, entertainment. And then of course they realized later that they need to put it under one name, but the social one went under and it gets mad traffic because all the people looking for the social stuff and I just forward it to my nursery. Oh, smart. It worked oh. out really well because it was local traffic. But so I mean, again. how did you get these two offers within a week? So I, I put it up and just have it on after Nick or one, one was who is and the other one, it might have been at FD for a couple of days. I always put things at FD. I like to run for traffic. I can measure. Like that's the problem with a lot of parking is you don't get the traffic. They don't give that to you. Um, but if you put it on uh, on FD, I get all the Google Analytics of where they come from, who came there, how many. So I always set it up there for a day or two just to see what what happens, and then then I'll keep it or move it. Um, and I put everything on after Nick. I think I've got it on it on afternoon already i'd have to look it's only been 
literally five or six days. But there's always the guy or girl that emails you and says, I missed the auction. How about I give you a $300 bonus for buying the name? You get $300 for doing nothing. That wasn't the case this time, but that happens more often than people think. Mm -hmm. uh, and Drew's been on the other side of that where you go, damn, I missed an auction. I'll give, I'll give you a, a thousand bucks if you just give me that name. <laughs> uh, you do have it I've listed. I've made a lot of it. Buy it now at 9,800. What are the two offers you received? A thousand dollars even and like 500 bucks, maybe right. 400. It wasn't much more. Not bad. Either but way. A thousand dollars was tempting, but I, I think it's a, definitely worth more than that down the road. Yeah, good for you. That's the right. positive of not selling anything. They only get more valuable with time if it's a decent name. Oh, and you're going to Hawaii in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you're going to throw that around, try to get some tables with that. Have some business like, cards printed up. A yeah. t-shirt around. Well, there are a couple of places. That, red line, it's like the places where you can't get a reservation. You'll be like, I'm the owner of the 808. Well, I, I'm actually going to the big island. <laughs> I own the bigisland.com. So, oh, yeah? Yeah. That's a, and that's a strong name too, the bigisland.com. You should just get a t-shirt. I own these for sale. For sale. I'm thinking I could retire there and write off everything. Just do like a guidebook or a, <laughs> I just moved it and totally write off my entire name and business. And, but again, like Michael Seiger and I say every day, like we need something else to do. Oh man. Well, congrats. <laughs> yes, right? Better, but, uh, but uh, I like the 808. Good job. Drew, what'd you buy or sell lately? Oh, I'm having a little trouble over here. Um, um, all right. I bought a lot, but you don't want to talk about them. That's the biggest problem. I don't want to talk about them. I can't talk about anything different in the market or just a coincidence. Doesn't have to be a lot. Why have you bought a lot lately? Just something different going on in the market? This quarter is busier or well, just- Opportunities, there's been a lot of opportunity. Um, too much opportunity, I would say. Um, but you... uh, uh, let's go, let's go with, uh, I just bought digitalassets.com, which I, I, but I don't want to say the price. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go with greatbet.com. 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 All right. Yeah. It, I, it was bought in a package, though, so it's a little bit ambiguous about how I sliced the price, but it was two domains. Um, I don't know what a gambling name is. Well. But I can sort of say, because in my head, I mean, I was assigning a value to each of them, so I suppose that's fair. All right. Was the other one a gambling name as well? Yeah. Bettingx.com and greatbet.com. Okay. So you can guess the package price or the individual price, whatever you feel like. So bet, betting X, not bet X. Betting X was the other one? Bet, exactly. Betting X. Hmm. Yeah. Cause... Oh, we got another gerund. <laughs> Say it, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do my Demean Sherpa intro like. As if everyone knows that word, like. Welcome to the Jaren. Yeah. The Jaren. The Jaren show. They're gonna think it's like geriatric or something. <laughs> it's Jerome. How do you spell that, Jaren? 
J-E-R-A-N-D? G-E-R-U-N-D. Okay, Jeremy. One R, big G. All right, come on. Oh, uh, sorry. Right, uh, on you. Be, be, oh, I mean, by the way. No, let, let, um. No. Wait, okay, Kate, what do you have yeah, to like, say? Oh, I was, just, I was just going to say to Drew, probably the reason that I like Jaren so much is that their technical definition is a, wor a verb that functions as a noun. Oh, every marketer's dream. That's right. A That's verb right. that functions as a noun. So it doesn't necessarily have to be ing? No, it is. It's always ing. Let me think. I'm going to, before the end of the show, like, I'm going to come. Because run is a verb that also but can be a I, noun. Well, I mean, it's not totally exclusively, but I would say it in almost but all use Snoring. Cases. How is snoring? Snoring is a verb. Because put it in a sentence. I, guess, I am snoring. That's kind of like if you diagrammed that, it would be the same as I am a person, which that's, that's right. it. It'd be different. Like, oh, yeah. You're well, right. it's not the same as I am a person. No, but it would be able in, there. in a sentence. But if you diagrammed it as Tessa's example, it's being able to take a direct object, which is I, right? I am. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? So, anyway, that's why we love Jaren's. I'd love, I would pay $100 to watch uh, Drew diagram a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take the bet. Let's do it. a little higher <laughs> than that. Oh, that would be fantastic. That would be like 1.6 million views. <laughs> Drew and I diagramming a sentence. I, love I, it. I don't know. I'm not. Oh, I used to hate my that. Abilities. I used to hate that. That was like my worst. It, it literally looked like just a hang. I was actually really good at all that stuff, even though I apparently never heard the word germ. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I think, enough, I, I think it's I all been heard from my brain. Yeah. Oh, I, I hated diagramming sentences. I absolutely hated it. Yeah, but it's an easier way to say, or uh, um, uh, 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 the fifth grader version of how to say what you're saying, Kate, is that um, what you like about INGs is that they can be identity defining. I am blank. And that it, is Tess. what marketers love about it, right? That's right. Yes. Um, I am. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Uh, Kate, it's on you now. You're, 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 you're the brilliant one on this show. What do you, <laughs> what do you think? Okay. Uh, okay. So this is for Great Bet. Great, great. Bet. Bet. Great, yeah. great bet. Okay, so I mean, obviously, with the legalization of gaming becoming more and more the norm, this is far more valuable than it would have been in the past. Great is always a fabulous adjective. Um, I don't know. Uh, 2,500. Okay. 2500 for the individual domain, greatbet.com. What do you think, Shane? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm super long on bet names just because every state's going to have it eventually legal. And I mean, like if Buffalo Wild Wings filed for their gambling license, meaning you're going to be able to go in and drink beer and eat wings and place a bet on the game. Think about how much cash that is going to roll into that company i mean if you're not long buffalo wild wings you're not doing it right <laughs> that goes through 
<laughs> and I'm not giving stock advice, but you don't have to think very hard to think about what kind of atmosphere that would be if you could gamble and go to Buffalo Wild Wings and eat wings. It'd be crazy. Which is why I'm still skeptical that it's actually going to happen. Yeah, no, I mean. Uh, it would be like the downfall of uh, America. Exactly. It'd be incredible. Your, your bill it'll would like, be like. It'll look like the inner workings of like most European cities where you just have the old middle class yeah. and lower people just walking in and out of sports betting all day. I mean, those places are open 24 hours. And it's just people in and out. Yeah, it's gonna, it'll be crazy. So I think the names are going to be the names that are short and sweet and you see in the stadium. Like they're going to have in – Major League Baseball will have in-stadium betting. Uh, so you can go right there as you're watching the game and gamble. And that's a, that's a definite. Mean, yeah, and it'll all be – it'll be on your phone. You're just like – yeah, it's gonna be so, crazy. It's gonna so be. So they're gonna need names for all these different things, and, and the names that are gonna be are they're gonna be the short bet names. I'm almost positive it's not gonna be generic and not have that word. Generally, we talk about not putting your industry in the name. You're, you're usually creating a brand, but when it comes to gambling, you want to put it right out there exactly what it is. It's bets. Yeah. So you see all the sports books usually have bet in it. You don't see very many that don't. Um, that being said, so. There are a lot out there. I think betting X is probably better, but I, I don't know. Uh, I would say a package deal. I think he's right there. Maybe $3,500 for that one of the two. I'll just say $3,500. So, yeah, I egregiously overpaid. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it's okay because I literally just – it was like one of these things where um, – we sold several big uh, betting names recently, not, not ours, but broker deals. And um, for all the reasons that you previously mentioned, um, I wanted to just have some exposure. And so I like made a list of like, you know, 20, 30 uh, names that I thought would be like great sports betting names that weren't already, you know, they weren't going to be millions of dollars or, or uh, impossible to acquire. And it's uh, pretty damn, there's really not a lot of good names out there. I mean, honestly, it's not, you can't find them. And um, both of these were owned by James Booth. And so I made a deal with him. Um, but I paid 30 grand for the package. And I basically was assigning my, like 20 grand to betting, uh, to uh, Great Bet and uh, the rest of betting ads. I mean, I, I think Great Bet, because um, it's part of the vernacular in that conversation. When you're hanging out with friends, you, you know, that's a great bet. Like, yeah, no, that, that's true. The more I was saying in so, my head, I agree with you. Um, I, I was kind of banking on the fact that it's like, um, it's soft core betting, you know, great bet. It's not like, I don't know, bet 1000, you know what I mean? Like, like mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a little bit friendly, soft betting which i think will be the most demand and then i think um you know it's it's commonly associated directly with that space um you know in 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 vernacular and culture so i don't know uh and, and quite frankly i literally just everything else that was above that on my list is unobtainable so uh i just wanted to have the exposure to that segment because we really didn't have anything 
Um, this all came about because a client asked me, like, we're looking for just a quick, you know, we want to get a quick name, you, you know, what do you got? And I was like, oh, let me see if we own anything. And we literally didn't own anything. Um, I think the only thing that even came close was drafting.com. Um, but, uh, you know, drafting is more associated with, you know, architecture and drawing um, than it is with, you know, like draft kings or, you know, NBA drafts, you know, sports draft. Um, so, yeah, anyways, that, that's my explanation. But I, I you know, I, I'm not sure I felt I was egregiously overpaying at the very moment when I did it. Um, but uh, I do now. But that's okay. I, I you know, I think yeah. it's probably done well with other names. Three to five years. I, I'm and doesn't sure he out. own the Bet X? Well, subsequently, they just I think bought FedEx. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't Which know what that. Was. I mean, that's a that's a big boy name. That's that's huge. Yeah. I saw. Um, he had, I can't remember what the other one was, but he was. I don't know. He, he used your money to buy more stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I financed his acquisition of. Uh, hey, that's how we that's no, I, how I think they paid i think they paid a lot more than i did for, yeah. for those. no i tried to i tried to get him a, a, a name sell him a name that he previously had wanted and said nah i kind of spent my money right now so i knew yeah. i knew some new some good names were coming out yeah 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 um yeah well, you know, Drew, you don't often share something where you think you really overpaid. And I think that's great for people to hear too. And the importance of balancing out your acquisitions, balancing out your portfolio with different types of domains. And, um, you know, you try to get all of them at wholesale price, but they're, they're not, not going to be. So. And, and, you know, yeah, what? I mean, I, 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 I overpay often, I would say, but I think it's important to define overpay i mean it, you know from a wholesale perspective um i think in today's market you you have to get really really lucky to get a great name like really a great name and not overpay um, because that market has become pretty liquid uh so it's very difficult to not overpay by wholesale standards and get a great name and so you know if you're looking at it binarily then I would say you're way better off overpaying and getting great names than, you know, getting a great deal on a lesser value name. Um, and there's exceptions to that. And, and you've got, you know, when you get out to the extremes of the spectrum, then there's. Uh, yeah, I always tell everybody that if you're going to get a name, you have to overpay because you have to be the highest person. So you've obviously exactly. overpaid every single time. Every auction, you've overpaid. Every purchase, because you in, have- In this market, it's not necessarily true just because there's so much inefficiency in demand. Yeah. But yes, your point but is- But in general, you're always the guy willing to pay more than anybody else or person. I yeah, but, but the biggest, the biggest you know, problem that we have, well, it's a, it, 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 it's a feature and a flaw of this industry. So one is that- at any given time, you know, you think that there's this efficient market philosophy at work. Um, like if I'm willing to pay more than anybody else, I must be, you know, the person who values this domain highest. But it, it, information is so inefficient in this market. So the vast majority of people who probably would want to own this name, and statistically speaking, most likely the person who would assign the highest value to this name doesn't know that it's for sale. And so I think that's the biggest flaw that we have. That's the biggest 
obstacle I think we have as an industry, which is simply the inefficiency of visibility, like that the people, even as good of a job as brokers might do out there, any of us uh, putting a domain out there into the market and contacting end users and doing what we do, um, you know, you just don't know who else is out there. You know what I mean? Like usually the person who's going to value it the highest is somebody with an imminent need for that name. And that imminent need is usually pent up in some boardroom or it's, you know, behind closed doors or it's in, you know, somebody's garage, uh, uh, but it's, you don't know. It's not out there. You can't just find it on Google in many cases. You know, you, you can't get into the people's head of the people who are, you know, creating the next billion dollar idea and have the resources. So, um, yeah, point taken. But I think in our industry very specifically, uh, I think that more often than that, it's not the case. I think that um, it's more opportunistic and that if there was efficient information, if everybody who would potentially want to own a name knew that that name was available, if that was a fairly consistent um, occurrence, I think that value of domain names would be like, literally at least 10 times what they are today, maybe a hundred. Um, but if you had perfect information, if you had everybody who might want a domain became aware of its availability at any time, uh, uh, you know, a name came available, if that service of it, you know, existed, market would be so many multiples above what it is today. And someday we'll get there. That opens up the opportunity for, you know, brokers to make money, for investors to make huge margins, uh, because in a perfect inefficient, you know, efficiency, uh, there would be very little margins, you know? Yep, true. Okay, hey, uh, let's do this. Uh, next section. <laughs> Um, uh, first, let's take a moment. I'll tell you about our advertisers on today's show who support us in this mission to educate and connect people in the domain industry. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. All right. Our next segment is normally an investor-submitted domain portfolio review, but today we're not sponsored by Namescon or anything. We just wanted to change it up a little bit and look over um, Namescon is coming up. Uh, when this airs, it'll be um, uh, just a few days away. And uh, let's talk about what you're looking forward to discussing or learning at Namescon what on the agenda really stands out to you and what are your business goals for NamesCon or, or anything else? What you expect is going to be real interesting that happens there. Um, Shane, you are up first. I'm probably most excited about Ahmad Bhutani speaking, the CEO of GoDaddy. Uh, I think I may get a chance to have some personal time with him too. Um, and I, I, I like his style. I like, he's, he's like Naval, the, the entrepreneur, the, he just a smooth, always happy, always positive, uh, good stories. Like he's the kind of people I like hanging out with that, that likes a good story that likes to be positive and, and make sure that the room is in a good place when he leaves it. And, and so I, 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 hopefully that'll come across in his speech, just seeing his Expedia days, there's no doubt. He's an intelligent, great speaker. Uh, I think 
names kind of you've heard me be pretty uh, hard on them over the years that most of the speakers they've gotten uh, have been industry advertisers and people within the industry that maybe tell a good story, but what we're getting is a marketing scheme, uh, pitch. And, and I'm sure the CEO of GoDaddy as the owner of the conference will be in that same line, but I think he has a bigger story to tell. So I'm, I'm, that's probably what I'm looking for. Before they announced him, again, all it takes is, is two good things or one good thing at a conference to make the entire conference worthwhile. So, I, but, but after doing it a decade, there's less to be learned on half of the, the talks. You know, we, we've been through it. We, could get, we probably could give the sessions ourselves. We've been doing it so long. But that's probably what I'm looking for the most. And of course, meeting everybody, you know, to, seeing Drew on here is fine, but shaking his hand and having a good time and talking face to face with all these people. Um, I mean, Kate and I still laugh about the craps table. Uh, <laughs> if she remembers it, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Las Vegas before, you know, it just, uh, I mean, it was just a great time and to, and to feel the energy of, of people in person and maybe even some of the people you don't get along with you see them in person like that person's fine their tweets and their emails don't really express what kind of person they are sometimes they are but a lot of times it just is different when you you go shoulder to shoulder with these great people well thanks yeah but uh i think you got a good point there all right uh drew what are you looking forward to uh well I mean, I've never been to Austin, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, checking out Austin. Um, you know, I'm, uh, let's say, uh, optimistic about uh, what, you know, should be somewhat of a new format with Namescom. Um, I'm not entirely convinced that there has been uh, substantive change, but um, we'll see. And uh, there, there's certainly, I would say the, the content level has stepped up significantly. Uh, in our team meeting yesterday, we were just talking about it that, you know, I think there's like, you know, I, truth be told, I, I almost attend zero sessions, like unless it's one of my friends and I just want to go there and just support them. But um, I, uh, I, I just feel like it's been, you know, a lot of content's been so redundant. And, um, so, but uh, I think there's like, I don't know, 10 sessions that I really would like to attend. So what are you looking um, forward to attending? Go, it's on agenda.namescon.global. All right. Ready? Yesterday he was like on fire. Like, look at this talk, look at that talk. That's hot. All right, so. Um, <laughs> Should have filmed him then. <laughs> All right, so, uh, ba, 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 ba. all right, I'm really interested in hearing Bill Harcher's talk about um, SEO and domains. Um, you know, I, I hope it's not too specific on new GTLBs because I think that story's already kind of been written. But um, I, there's been some very substantive changes in Google's algorithm around domains. There's also an article that came out in SEO Roundtable yesterday about uh, Google's sort of, seemingly 180 degree change on how it feels about domains. And, um, you know, Bill is, uh, you know, really at the center of that universe. And I think we'll have some interesting stuff to say. I know he's just completed a pretty, uh, you know, exhaustive study of his own on uh, some of the um, 
things, some of the attributes of, of domain names and how they affect SEO. And so I'm curious to see what the results of that are. So I am pretty excited to see that. Um, I, yeah, Bill's a good follow on Twitter. I mean, he really puts yep, it out totally, there. Yeah, totally. he's, he's a good follow um, to, because the information he shares, which is great. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, I want to see Chris Ambler uh, talk about DNS over HTTPS. Chris, one of the most respected engineers, uh, you know, in the domain space. Um, so, uh, pretty excited to listen. Well, excited is not the right word. I mean, I'm just, I'm curious because I think DNS over HTTPS is a, again, pretty important change, um, that will affect domains and, and the future potential future use domain and use cases and security. So, um, I think it's important. Um, what else did I have? Eight. Yes. Are you giving more than one? Uh, as far as panels? Yeah, how many panels? Uh, no, I am just on the one this year, uh, actually with Drew and Jeff Gabriel and Dave Evanson and uh, Carla Westerdale. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a, a topic that I suggested. It is, on the other hand, sales from the buyer's perspective. That'll be neat I, to hear it from the buyer. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like that panel isn't going to. Um, I feel like Kate may never get to talk. <laughs> no, but I feel like that panel isn't going to play out the way that the topic was intended, because like when they first announced, you know, before they announced any of the speakers, they announced some of the topic titles, and I thought that's a great title, right? Sales from the other hand, like. You know, let's hear from the buyer's perspective. We've got this freaking echo chamber in the domain industry. You know, let's hear about what, what, you know, what went through the buyer's minds when they're making these decisions, right? But I think, um, you know, other than um, uh, the woman from uh, Kaiser uh, uh, Permanente, I, you know, I'm not sure how much of that, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think you two can really, I mean, you're a good percentage of the panel. You can drive it and make it happen. Um, really Thanks, keep guys. it in the topic you want. Um, and it will be really interesting. I think you can tell stories of what buyers have thought or, mm -hmm. or said, um, you know, how they've come in and how they've been educated. Um, but also, you know, how they say, hey, my purchasing process is totally different. My, I need an authorized vendor, I, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think that was going to be my focus was just to think about, like, you know, when I'm representing a buyer, what have been some of the different um, frameworks that they've had in their, on their side to approach a domain sale. Mm -hmm. And uh, sort of, I think, the difference in priorities between a domain owner and you know, the, the folks trying to buy the domain. And as, as a third party, I would say the first question I tell us the difference of a, of a buyer that has to have one specific name versus the buyer that's in a certain category. That's such a huge difference mm -hmm. in how you approach things. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that, I think that's what people want to hear. Those stories, how you approach it differently. What, what makes each buyer different? What, what are the types of buyers? Those kind of things.
Yeah, you're right. And maybe, you know, the panel can, uh, I'll, I'll tell Bill Sweetman, the moderator, to watch this. I was going to say, hey, if Bill gets sick, I'm in. <laughs> well, if Bill gets sick and Braden gets sick, and yeah, I'm like fourth in line. I'll be there. But I'll do my hair just in case. Oh, so, glad you're going to do your hair. <laughs> both of them. Advisor. Do, do you want me to continue to tell you the things that I... Oh, no, that was my You got one minute. Go. <laughs> There's right, more. Well, I want to see Richard's design, develop, and exit, uh, because Richard just is one of the most interesting and, and folks in, in our space, uh, and he's been so successful. That's loud, right? so many levels. Yeah. Yes, Richard Lau. Um And then uh, there's a couple of panels about uh, blockchain and domains and uh, the unstoppable domains. Founders are there. Um, I, I'm curious to hear what they have to say. I don't believe in the in, in 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 the system. I think that they're misguided. But I want to hear what they have to say. What's interesting to me is that I, I really want to like shatter my own you know sort of worldview here because you've got like three of what I consider to be you know the most the, the most intelligent VCs in the world uh, that that are backing these guys, and I don't see the outcome. So I want to hear. I, I want them. You know. I want to go there. I'm, I'm going in with a super open mind to try and understand the vision that they have. But um, you know, until McDonald's says, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move our McDonald's.com over to uh, unstoppable domains," I'm 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 skeptical about anybody trying to create a new DNS. I don't I don't really see that happening. I think it would be easier to convince. I, I think it'd be easier to get you know some United government you know. United world governments come together and decentralize, you know, the existing internet than it would be to create a new DNS and get companies to adopt it and people to adopt new browsers and, you know, anything going to happen. I mean, we've had, we've had the darknet uh, for, you know, forever since the emergence of the internet um, and 99.9% .9 people wouldn't even know how to access it, uh, including me. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and it's like, in theory, all you need is a different type of browser that allows you to navigate these, you know, IP addresses that aren't being routed through the DNS. So, um, I don't know. I don't think, uh, anyways, but I want to, I, I, I'm excited about that, those panels just because, you know, it's, uh, it's getting, these are things that are getting a lot of attention. They represent, uh, a seemingly a threat to uh, the, the existing domain system. And so uh, whether it's a viable threat or not, we should be paying attention and we should be learning. So there's that. Uh, and then, I don't know, I guess my minute's over, so I'll stop. I only got through Wednesday. That's all right. Uh, so we know you're looking forward to a lot. Um, any other goals for NamesCon? Goals for NamesCon? Uh, not really. I don't, okay, you're done. We don't Kate. do a lot of business. Nope, you're done. Okay, hello. Hello. <laughs> you get a turn. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I can't even tell you how thrilled I am that it's not at the Tropicana. <laughs> Let's just start there. <laughs> yes. Except I don't even that Vegas think. has legal cannabis, Texas does not. All right, all right. Uh, That's where I sort of draw the line. 
uh, okay, if that's, that's yeah. being thrilled. <laughs> if that's a driver for you, then I totally get that. Um, for me, I love Austin. I'm a huge fan. Drew, you are going to love it. Let me know if I can make any recommendations. If you like live music, a little honky tonking, a little dancing. I'm bringing my cowboy boots. I don't know about you. <laughs> and it's just a great, it's a beautiful town. Shane, I know you love to get out and run. Uh, last time I was there, I ran all around the city, bridges, bats, beautiful skyline, go over the bridge. It's just, it's such a cool town. So stoked about that. Um, and, you know, I mean, and uh, Shane, you reference this. You know, we, we, all, we all work uh, virtually, most of us, most of us, right? And we are interacting on a daily basis with colleagues and clients and end users around the globe, but it's generally over the phone or Skype or email. So I think it's just going to be fun to, uh, you know, to put faces to names, to see old friends, to make new friends. Um, and just, just be open, just be curious and, and uh, meet some cool people and have fun and, and hopefully learn a few things along the way. Uh, some great panels I'm, I'm looking forward to and uh, some speakers I'm interested in, in hearing. And I think you guys did a great job of touching the high notes that I'm interested in as well. And in the auction, I always think the auction's super fun. They do such a great job. Uh, you know, I've got a couple domains in it myself and I'm just, it's just going to be fun. Can you say what domains in it or take us through the process of how you chose what domains to put in it? Well, the domain that I have in it that I'm probably the most excited about is slept.com. So it's the only version of sleep still available. And obviously this is a multi-billion dollar global market. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I sold sleeping.com for over, you know, $500,000, you know, uh, sleep.com is owned by mattress firm. Uh, I don't know their acquisition price. Um, but you know, just the numbers in it are crazy. Uh, I bought it in, uh, 2018, I want to say, uh, I've had a good amount of inbounds on it. Um, I've done very little outbound, uh, but I just think it's a, I, I get that it's a past tense, but I still think it's damn good. And, uh, and it, you know, it's short. Uh, it's what everyone wants to say. Everybody wants to wake up in the morning and, oh, I slept so well, right? So, you know, I like it. I'm very, very, very uh, bullish on slept.com. That's exciting. And what made you decide to put it in this auction as opposed to selling it in another fashion? Uh, curiosity, uh, you know, A-B testing. Cool. All right. Looking forward to it. Um, should be interesting to watch you at the auction. It's always <laughs> more fun when you know, you know, during a certain item who, who to check out. Yeah. So, cool. Um, good luck. Thanks. Uh, all right. Let's take a break for a moment. Um, uh, uh, we're going to discuss our advertisers for today's show who support us in our mission. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y. FT.com. And now uh, let's talk about what's going on the marketplace list. This segment is sponsored by Namejet.com. We're reviewing domain names heading to auction soon. 
If you like one of the names, you do need to even to watch it or to bid on it, you need to do that now before it, um, it shuts down. Once the auction starts, you can't join in late. So um, let's see here. Drew Rosner, you are up first. What do you think here? We have No More War, Beyond Nutrition, uh, Pro Trades. Everything is a .com today except jones.net. Okay. Um, all right. So I like a lot of names on here. Um, uh, I, yeah, I don't even know where to start. I, I, I really, I like, a, there's, there's a lot of names that I like here. Um, so I really like jones.net. I mean, just because Jones is literally one of the most common surnames ever. Um, and so <laughs> pretty large pool of potential buyers. Um, I like, I like that. Um, so I think, you know, the risk to reward on that name is probably going to be pretty significant because you're probably, you know, you're going to probably be like, you know, let's say a high three, but yeah, this will go into the four figures, but it'll probably be like low four figures. And, um, you know, if you find the right guy named Jones, uh, jones.com would be six or even seven figure name. So I think it's not a stretch to say you could get 15 to 25 for jones.net, maybe even more in the right circumstances. So I think risk to reward is, is you know, it's a pretty, um, you know, pretty, pretty good spread on jones.net, I, I would guess, because .nets are really not doing well in the aftermarket. And, um, and I think you got good end users for this. So, um, I mean, I like a lot of names here. Uh, Bigleague.com, that one popped out at me. It's like, just, <laughs> you know, I think the expression, I guess, it, I guess it's both. I mean, you say this is like, you know, now you're in the big leagues, plural. Um, but big league is also like, that's a big league. Yeah, yeah, it's both, it goes both ways. I, I like big league a lot. Or big um, league, little, if you're Trump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I was a little shocked it didn't have more search volume, to be honest. But um, still, I, I, I like that one a lot. Um, I don't know. Uh, what do you think of Beyond Nutrition? I, I, you know, Beyond Nutrition is uh, it's probably a, a home run because you know it's probably a long term hold. But like as as it just it's got a lot going for it, you know. Between the Beyond brand of like Beyond Meat, uh, and they're going to expand it to Beyond all this, you know, everything. And and at some point, you know, when they sort of outlive the Beyond Meat and they're Beyond, you know, uh, luckily, interestingly, not luckily, interestingly, Bed Bath and Beyond bought Beyond.com. Uh, I think right before Beyond Meat went public. And so they locked up that Beyond brand. And so Beyond is, is kind of, they're stuck with Beyond Meat, which I think is personally, I think pigeonholes them. Um, so I like Beyond Nutrition just because it's on its own in a vacuum, Beyond Nutrition is a great brand. And uh, it's got that lottery ticket attached to it because I think at some point Beyond Meat 
may need to make that migration or, or this would be an add-on or whatever. Uh, but it doesn't currently infringe on their trademark. And um, I would suggest doing something with it that would, you know, ensure your own rights with it if you bought it. But uh, I do like it. I think, it's a, I think it's a good brand with a couple of different angles for, you know, having a lottery ticket and it'll probably go for nothing. Um, Sitegata.com, great name. Uh, K-Law, I mean, you know, I don't know. There's probably hundreds of law firms in the country that start with the letter K that would like to own klaw.com. Um, it's also, you know, funny way of saying claw. Uh, kind of remind me, I mean, isn't there like a organization in the Avengers called the claw, called claw or something like that? It's in um, the Marvel universe. I think it might be Black Panthers actually. Okay. Somebody, 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 there's a evil organization called claw. And I think yeah. they spell it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll leave the rest. I mean, but that, you know, they're all, they're all more or less, I don't think there's any names on here that I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna just let that expire. Um, it's a pretty good, yeah, it's a pretty good list of names. Uh, and fishnet stockings, like so much search volume, like, is that still a thing? No, I mean, I'm, I'm asking I'm, you guys, you ladies. I'm like, sure, I'm sure it is, but, but we all know what it represents. I rolled my eyes quite literally when I saw it. <laughs> like, who? Yeah, that's you not for, that site is not going to be used for selling fishnet stockings. Let's just Girl, say, I like, know literally. you're so naive. <laughs> all right, so hold on. I actually want to check that. I want to check that that you're making yeah. a uh, assumption. I want to check that. Let's see. <laughs> There are people that sell it, but like Frederick's of Hollywood's not really hitting their high notes right now. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to make a lot more money off of something adult than off of selling actual well, adults hard to make money that no one wants. Um, you know, I know I, I say you're wrong that the people looking for this are actually looking for fishnet stockings because okay, the, the most common long tail terms associated with this are high-waisted fishnet stockings which means you know somebody looking for a very specific type which uh -huh. would indicate to me that it's like you your know, garter type if somebody's looking for porn they're not looking for like they're not being that specific and then plus size fishnet stockings is number two okay uh and so i think um yeah the fishnet tights uh different types of fishnet stockings like I, I think that, name. yeah, I think that, uh, I think this is actually a sleeper. I think that there's probably no competition. I mean, there's literally no competition, none. Huh. So there's no competition for this keyword. Uh, there's pretty significant search volume. And uh, I, I don't know, that looks, like, that looks ripe for development to me. I mean, I don't encourage anybody to do development. I, I had no idea it was but, such a trend. Kate, you can wear your cowboy boots and we can have matching fishnet stockings. <laughs> oh, Drew and Shane, you're invited. I saw Kinky I'm not shy. Left out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not shaking my legs though. <laughs> we don't want you to. That's what. That's why they're netted, just for for it all to come out. All right, Kate. What stands out to you on this list? 
Uh, I'm like Drew in that there's a lot I like. You know, normally when I look at the investor submitted profiles, I, I rarely, rarely would say that. But you know, oh, these no, are I'm sorry, these are not the investor ones. This is no, the, I know that's what okay. I'm saying. That is the big difference because I think that most of these are uh, strong to stronger. Um, and you know, they're all .com except for Jones.net, which has a strength in its own right, as Drew pointed out. Um, I also like Beyond Nutrition. You know, there's Beyond Yoga. You know, there's so many brands um, that are branding with Beyond X, right? And um, and with Beyond Nutrition, there's such a focus right now on uh, scientifically based anti-aging nutrition. You know, think. Um, like Viome or uh, so like all like the gut health sites um, or the nootropics, right? So it's beyond nutrition. It is, it's functional medicine for the modern age taken to the nth degree. Um, so, you know, this is not your mama's nutrition, right? So I like beyond nutrition for that I like that a lot, actually. Um, I've been studying nutrition and anti-aging for over two decades. And so that sort of like geek in me immediately uh, liked that one. Um, some other fun ones. Uh, <laughs> Big League is just fun. <laughs> um, I even like River Mist. I have to say, I think that's a great brand. In fact, mm -hmm. um, you know, I did a just a quick search right before we started taping. And there's already a number of companies utilizing River Mist, but obviously none of them have the .com. Uh, Pro Trades is fun. Um, that could either be a trading platform or it could be a staffing solution, right? So that one's pretty cool too. Um, Claw's fun to say, you know, then you have the, you have the, like I didn't, I didn't look at it and go K-Law. You know, I would if it were hyphenated. I looked at it and went claw. So it's either a fun brand or someone trying to capitalize on that whole sort of graphic novel um, comic. And one of my friends is an amazing uh, animator and illustrator, like lying around the block at Comic-Con. And this is the kind of name that like, maybe I should buy it for his Christmas present. I just feel like he would love it. Uh, cruise trips. I mean, that's big money. If you do just even a quick cursory search of that, there's just Google ad, Google ad, Google ad. I mean, people are paying big money for that term. Uh, yeah. that's, I, I actually really like that one. I think that's maybe one of the better, stronger bets. Uh, great bets, great bets on, uh, on that list for me. Very nice. All right, Shane, what do you see? Yeah, I agree. I, I think I would love to own any of the names here. I, I don't think there's a lot of commercial value in No More War. I love the concept. I love the, the passion behind the name, but I think it's a little less of an opportunity for, for profit. But other than that, there's not a name on here I wouldn't, wouldn't buy or love to own. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like names like River Mist. Those are my kind of names where you just have a good adjective, whether it be a color and two words, because I think they make great brands and they've made great brands for hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, that's a perfect name. Those used to be great deals too, because you could pick them up. You could pick them up for $69 even before or a couple hundred dollars. And now that's not quite the case. Um, yeah, Beyond Nutrition is definitely my favorite. I, I do think that that's where we're all. I mean, from at-home blood tests to all these just amazing things we can learn with our body about our bodies right now um, is crazy. I was just talking to my wife about Teladocs and all the different uh, online medical things right now. I mean, 
my healthcare, I can go to like unlimited online doctor's appointments. It takes me six months to get in to do anything mm -hmm. right now. So mm -hmm. I just, anything involving online medicine, nutrition, health, wellness, I'm, I'm long. I'm a, it's so important. I, as I drink my Diet Coke is these two. <laughs> <before>. Yeah. <laughs> Your uh, one only vice. Uh, yeah. I'm actually just prepping my stomach. I'm hardening it off. You know, you got, it's like having somebody punch you in the stomach constantly. No, you're, you're just putting holes in your gut lining. Exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I will say about that is if, if you've ever had any of your stomach acid come out, it, the diet soda is nothing compared to the acid that's in your stomach. I promise you, but I get your point. Um, yeah, I mean, I, there's not much more to say that it really comes down to what these go for. I don't think we helped our case on the names like Beyond Nutrition. If anybody's watching this, will realize it. Uh, I think they're all. I I definitely be a bitter on every single one of these. Even the the words. You know, we talk about Birkins making so much money earlier, realizing that you throw the in or the in front of a good word, and it still is a great brand. It's memorable. So, yeah, there's not much more to say. I I, I think they're gonna do well, and Scott picked out some decent ones. I don't always agree with the, some of the names Scott put out there, but I don't know if he's, is Scott the one sending these in? He is, yep. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him at the show. I gave him a Domain Sherpa mug the first time I met him. And uh, actually, I was surprised Siger never, Siger never had. Um, I was like, well, he's, he's on this show more than any of us. I wore um, his Namejet shirt this morning. I, and, and Scott is in charge of Scott Pruitt. For everybody listening is uh, I believe he's in charge of marketing for namejet or web.com I so, think Scott wears a lot of hats but yeah he's yeah he's, um, I think that's one definitely of them. in charge of uh, all the marketing for uh, the auctions and name and a great uh, guy always positive that's another one where you meet him at a show and there's yeah. really never seen him where he's not smiling and happy and whatever you need or whatever it takes uh, as a person so yeah he's, he's smart reliable yeah but you know what um he went to high school where my kids are going to high school he lives oh, really? in florida and i guess i kind of knew he was like from arizona or something but i told him when i moved from central phoenix where i've lived most of my time in arizona and i moved recently over to scottsdale and it's a big enough city and he's like, and, but I said, I moved for my kid's school. And he said, oh, what school? And I told him, he's like, that's where I went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I emailed him today. I'm like, you want me to bring you any swag from the school? <laughs> you, want, you want a letterman's jacket? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, hey, let's, let's um, wrap things up here. Anything to promote or mention? Um, Kate, before we get into domain. Um, you are such an accomplished Renaissance woman. With I, I'm just amazed at your poetry and your um, artwork, and you have a huge personal accomplishment. Do you want to share? <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. We have a uh, I'm part of an exhibit called Word and Image and Dialogue at the Laguna Art Museum, which is a if you aren't familiar with it, it is a world-class museum uh, located in Laguna Beach, California, where I live. And uh, I was asked to participate in this exhibit and they asked uh, seven 
artists and seven writers. And I actually have a piece in each. So I'm one of the seven on both. So I have a poem wow. uh, that's an acrostic poem, which means it, it's just a fancy way of saying a piece of writing about a piece of artwork right? So mine is about a painting um, called The Cookbook, and my poem is called On Forgetting. And, uh, and then I have a painting that was inspired by a piece of writing, MFK Fisher, who basically pioneered um, the food memoir. And she lived and wrote for a time in Laguna Beach. And so it takes as its inspiration an excerpt from one of her essays. So I'm really excited. I'm in great company. I'm really excited to see what everyone else has done. Uh, the opening is Thursday, and then the show uh, runs through the end of the month. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Wow. And Laguna is, that's what it's known for. I mean, mm -hmm. you talk to Laguna and they'll say beach, but anybody who's, who knows the area knows it's known for its art. That's mm -hmm. why people go there and it's very eclectic town built on walking around and seeing all the artwork. So Yeah, it was established as an arts colony and it's never forsaken its roots. Yeah. Wow, that's really neat that you did a tribute to its roots too. Um, next time I'm out there, I will absolutely go check it out. How, cool. um, is it a temporary exhibition or will it be there permanently, do you know? It's temporary, but I'll tell you what, how if long? you are ever, uh, just through the end of the month, but if you are ever, it's already up and it runs to the end of the month, but the, uh, the opening and the sort of talk where we're all going to present our, our work and our creative process is Thursday. But you guys, any of you are ever near Laguna Beach, let me know and I will give you a guided tour of the museum and show you the artwork in my home. Oh, Awesome. Yeah. You have to be very careful with that invitation on Domain Sherpa. Yeah. Well, that is only for Tess, Shane, and Drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my daughter was... You were like, just for Tess and Shane. My daughter was going to go out there and stay with Kate for a week. It didn't yeah. quite work out. But yeah, my, she, my daughter was going to go hang out with Kate, and she got to see what I created and see if it turned out better than the original. <laughs> She's always welcome, Shane. Yeah. Always welcome. What did you create? My daughter. Are human. Oh, oh. <laughs> a fabulous human being. Yeah. I thought your daughter was going to go see what you created. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. She, uh, design. she really wanted to go to Laguna because we went to Laguna my most of her growing up every year and before I knew Kate. And um, I said, I think I know somebody that I'd like you to meet out there. And one thing led to another and they were going to hang out. But Long story short, it didn't quite work out, and she uh, had to stay in San Diego the whole time. But again, she's just she, she's a pillar of Laguna Beach. Everybody, when I talk to people now, they do know Kate. Special, <laughs> made her mark there. All right, um, professionally, you have some uh, a pretty cool new name under brokerage, Kate uh, Tactic.com. You want to talk about that, or would you rather talk about something else? Uh, I do have tactic.com under brokerage. I'm very excited about that. Um, and to see all the names I have under brokerage, you can just go to buckleymedia.com and click on premium domains um, and or domains for sale. The thing I want to mention today, though, is a special opportunity for Domain Sherpa listeners. Ooh la la. So a name that I have been working on is sweepstakes.com. And uh, the long story short, the uh, the buy it now price was 1.5 million. Um, I garnered an offer of 1 million even, and I got it accepted. Took me a while, worked on it, got it accepted. Went back to the person who had made the offer. 
And let's just politely say that they withdrew the offer. So I have gotten permission to offer that same pre-negotiated price of 1 million flat for sweepstakes.com to domain Sherpa listeners. Wow, that's a big deal. It is not, it's not going to be publicized anywhere else. All right, I like it, I like exclusives. So millionaires of domain Sherpa. <laughs> that's right, that's Sherpa. right. You know what though? I mean, don't sleep, don't sleep. We, we've got, I don't know how many watch it right, you know, right up to the end to this point, but uh, we actually have a lot of corporate people watching this show. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny actually. Like, uh, I, I mean, I think I've talked about it before, but there's like, there's been a few cases where like we ended up doing a deal with some corporation and like, you know, the point of negotiation that that person has never watched a major, but then when it comes time to actually like settle the transactions, and I'm talking to somebody that manages the domains or, or whatever. And they're like, oh my God, you know, this is so cool. I've watched, you know, however many, you know, episodes of Domain Sherpa. Uh, we even were threatened with UDRP. Uh, and then subsequently found out that the lawyer, uh, this was like his career highlight. Because he was like, you know, I've watched every episode of Domain Sherpa. And he's like, I didn't really want to file a UDRP against you. He's like, I'm glad we, you know, we're able to settle it. Um, he just wanted your autograph one way or another. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just, it, it, there's been, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw out names, but like, literally, let's say one of the three biggest companies on the planet, um, the guy that manages all the domain names, he's like, came up to me, he was at one of the, the shows and came up to me and was like, you know, hey, I'm a huge fan of Domain Sherpa, you guys are doing a great job. And I, you know, I was blown away. I was like, man, I didn't even think you would know we exist. Um, so don't be, don't sleep. There's, there's some heavy hitters on the other end of, uh, uh, this audience. All right. Uh, I'll say something in the intro to the show. So either they'll listen all the through or they're fast forward. We'll see, but that's a big deal. Sweepstakes.com for a million dollars. It is. It's an, it's an amazing deal. It's, I, I believe it's a price that's absolutely asset protected. I think it's a phenomenal deal. And the, the only other thing I'll say is if you're interested, uh, please drop me a line, kate at buckleymedia.com and uh, I'll see what I can do. Fabulous. Thank you very much. K-A-T-E, kate at buckleymedia.com. All right. When is that going to be kate at defining.com? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like your style, Drew. <laughs> um, so, sorry, I jumped the gun. Okay. Uh, Shane, what do you got going on? Uh, nothing. I, obviously, in a couple of days, I'll see most of these people at, at NamesCon, so it's a good time to come say hello, and I'll be going through the, the normal walking around just shaking hands. And again, Domain Sherpa is when you find out how many people watch it when you go to NamesCon and just everybody there. You, you don't, they don't know me from the blog. They'll know me from Domain Sherpa and then they'll find the blog or vice versa. It gives it some accreditation. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. And anybody that wants to uh, say hello, please take the time because you, you know that I'll, I'll say hello. I act busy, but I'm not. I really got nothing to do. <laughs> 
I'm a nurseryman and there's no plants growing right now. So <laughs> relax, talk to me in May and I'm probably going to be turning around in circles. But right now it's a cool time, play back and I'm looking forward to it. Good. It'll be nice to see you there, Shane. All right, Drew, what's going on? Oh man. Uh, you know, same old, same. I don't have anything particularly new. Um, uh, yeah, just trying to, uh, you know, juggle a bunch of stuff, get things uh, buttoned up before I leave for Austin. Uh, excited to see everybody uh, in Austin and uh, talk about the future of domains. Uh, beyond that, oh, I have a few things. Okay, so we have. All right, we have a buyer right now looking for, uh, we got a few buyers. So we've got a buyer right now looking for a travel related website. So if it's got a great brand, great, but it doesn't need one. But it just uh, websites, blogs uh, that have some domain authority and some history and uh, some traffic. Revenue, not important. They don't care if it has revenue or not. Uh, but if you've got travel websites, travel blogs, anything that's travel related, uh, send it on over to info at mediaoptions.com. Um, also, we've got, uh, uh, well, I, I have to refine this because if I, I'm not going to put this one out. So for now, we're going to focus on the travel. Um, so if you've got travel websites, let me know. Uh, also big financial domains, uh, we have somebody looking for like, you know, one domain really big, you know, but they, they want something like a money.com. Uh, they were hot on the trail of gold.com before that sold and the uh, new owners will not sell it. So, uh, this is a, uh, very capable buyer with lots of resources and they want a really, really good one word.com domain in the finance space. Uh, do not, do not send me anything that's like, you know, coolgold.com, fun money, like one word, proper spelling. I don't care if it's in Japanese or French. I don't care. It's got to be an English one word.com domain. And if you send me anything else, I will let the wrath of god come down upon you uh anyways just please limit it because i just don't want your emails unless it's really what i'm looking for responses what actually what you really need to fear is drew will remember you and hate you forever if you send him something awful and i'm a vindictive bastard really when he says like this not to send him something awful okay we're gonna everything you said you're about to get Debtpleasure.io. <laughs> gonna come. I just know. I was like, I wanted. I, I was gonna sign off nicely and you know let you guys have the thunder there and and I was you know. No, yeah. we're just gonna have that frame and replay it. We'll tweet it. I am a vindictive bastard. <laughs> it's just how it goes. I mean, it's yeah. That's the one thing I shake my head at. I mean, I don't. Hey, I haven't made a sale all month but I was not stupid enough to buy the domain you just sent me. So I'm still better than you. Oh. There's just some really bad, bad, bad choices. And yet they seem to 
think they fit all categories. But again, that's not across you know, this the This is the singular reason why I'm so bullish on the, fra the concept of fractional ownership in domain names is because like every time I have, a, I don't know, what do you, what do you like a curtain call for, uh, you know, uh, like send me, you know, we've got a buyer looking for this type of name, send it over. And the, the names that people send are so bad that, uh, you know, it's like, wow. I mean, imagine the opportunity if all of these people were spending millions of dollars uh, collectively, uh, maybe even billions uh, on absolutely worthless domain names, liabilities, not even assets, liabilities. Uh, imagine if they just spent that money buying shares of actually really good market proven domain. Yeah. Um, but you know. I do it with uh, Rally <clears throat> Rally Road all the time. I always tell everybody I own a, four, a 2006 Ford GT, but yeah. I only own a thousand dollars of it. A thousand dollars of two hundred eighty-three thousand, but it was established at two hundred eighty-three thousand, and I know I got a thousand dollars worth of it. And then yep. in three months, and that's a good price. Yeah, that, that name is uh, that 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 car is worth a lot more. Well, but there's the thing. So they'll op the thing about fractional domain, you open it up in three months and let the shares trade and they can trade yeah. what they think the new value is based on auctions that came through and let the people figure it out. So yeah, the concept yep. is amazing. Even cash app, like your credit card, where you, instead of getting your 2% back into cash, you put that 2% straight into a, a share, a piece of Berkshire Hathaway. Mm -hmm. Or that, yeah. Yeah, you can't right. afford 328000 a share. We're hitting a hard stop here, guys. You can get the B shares. You can get the B shares. Yeah. For, yeah. I don't know, a few hundred or something. <laughs> That's right. thousand, maybe. That's right. So we yeah. will see you all at uh, NamesCon in Austin. Domain Sherpa will be in the keynote hall on Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. local time. We'll have myself, Drew, Shane, and Amar. Um, and I am looking forward to uh, having. And we are immediately followed by. Sorry, I totally. I'm just such oh. a jerk. Um, <laughs> we're immediately followed by uh, Aman Bhutani's uh, keynote, I believe. Yeah. So we should have a full house. It should be a great show. Yeah, that's um, gonna be. It's gonna be the best couple hours of the whole show or the whole trade show. I think we're immediate. No, we're. <laughs> Yeah, we we're we immediately follow his keynote. Oh. And then right after us are the awards and the auction. So we are in the uh the, the thick of it. So yes. come, this don't be come pretty crowded better. towards the end then. Expertise come for the fishnet stockings. <laughs> um, all right, we'll see y'all soon. All right, guys. Bye. Ciao.